Hello, everyone, and welcome to End of the Line. I'm Jim Anderton, Multimedia Content Director at Engineering.com. On today's episode, what's the optimum quality level for your operation? Well, it's the lowest quality possible. Here's why. I know many of you are fans of motorsports, and, and you know I am too, particularly the history of big league auto racing. Now, for my money, the greatest racing driver of all time is a man named Juan Manuel Fangio. Now, how good was he? Well, he, he drove in Formula One for eight years, from 1950 to 1958, and he won the world championship five times with four different teams. His winning percentage is the greatest ever. Fangio won 46% of the Formula One races he entered. Now, I'm bringing him up because he also said something very interesting that's rarely heard in motorsports, and that is that the race is won at the slowest possible speed. The slowest speed? Well, his point is simple. Racing is about winning, not driving the car at the absolute fastest possible speed. Now, the principle is exactly the same in manufacturing. Now, there are consultants and industry experts out there who make a living promoting the notion of exceeding customer expectations and delivering the highest quality products possible. Now, in my book, this is flawed logic for a couple of reasons. One is that quality is not a feeling state. It's a set of targets defined by mathematics, dimensional tolerances, mean time between failures, and defect rates expressed as standard deviations of the mean. Now, they define the quality of your product. Can you deliver products that significantly exceed those targets? Now, if you can, you're sending pricing signals through inside and outside organizations. Internally, holding tolerances far tighter than the customer requests means two things. One is that your process is rejecting parts that would be deemed acceptable by the customer, which costs money. The second is that the production process is far more capable than is necessary for the production run, an extra cost that you can't recover from the customer. And that's lost margin. From the customer perspective, explicitly delivering products that are far better than the required standards suggests that the manufacturer has room to squeeze some cost out of the product and hence lower the price. Now, I've never seen a customer ask for lower quality, but I've seen some demand a target price and then ask what quality level the manufacturer can deliver at that unit cost. Statistically, the manufacturer may have to operate at a six sigma level to ensure they can reliably deliver components in a customer's five sigma quality standard. But even then, in many instances, it's still cheaper to remediately cope with the failure of an out-of-spec component than go upside down on a job searching for zero defects. Now, failure is an option. If the consequences of failure are lower in overall cost for you and your customer than the price of very high accuracy and precision, especially in non-safety critical parts and assemblies. The goal of perfect production is a valid psychological target, but it's a bad way to run a business. Of course, to make this work with the customer, you have to establish realistic expectations upfront. The old fast, cheap, good, pick any two adage, well, that's always true. If your parts are fast and cheap, good enough from a quality perspective just isn't good enough, it's excellent. Psychologically, many customers and manufacturers have a hard time accepting this. Perfection in manufacturing may be the sign of a highly imperfect manufacturing system. Now, we don't celebrate defective parts, but we should celebrate defect rates that are on target every time. And they're never zero. Thanks for listening to today's episode of End of the Line. Tune in again next time.